How my titties look? <laughs> Good. If I can say. <laughs> <laughs>
the most important moments too that you need yeah. to have <laughs> yes. the signal that suddenly yes. you don't have the signal. I'm just like, why why ain't y'all came to the mountains yet? Like I, well, this is outrageous. Like I, I get not having signal in the deep wood. Like, sure, I'm on a hike. I'm not gonna get phone reception here. I'm in my house. I'm in a semi-residential area. Right. I get that I'm still in a mountain maybe, but like, ugh, we can't do better. <laughs> it's time <laughs> to do better. We have progressed past the need of no Wi-Fi in the mountains. Please. <laughs> I like enjoyed not having like a great like signal in the mountains because like it just, it was the excuse I needed. Like, don't, don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. But there are like times where like, um, like I'm in a group chat um, that I started with like a bunch of people that I met on Instagram where all of us aspire to buy a home in the next few years. So we share like a lot of like interior design and like renovation and just like, there's a couple of accounts that we really like. There's Cheap Old Houses on Instagram, a really fun account. Mm. And then there's Zillow Gone Wild, where it's like the most ridiculous and expensive homes that you can find on Zillow. Um, so we'll like send like a lot of stuff like that and just like little things back and forth. And I posted about being in the shipping container cabin and they were like, send us a video right now. <laughs> and that was so difficult to send because my signal like wasn't great. And I just like, I wanted to send it to them and then just not worry about it anymore. But I right. spent so long. I was like, fuck, I should have just waited till I got home to send you this video. Like, this is so frustrating. Like, oh, uh, we did gosh. that. Uh, we did that for the bachelorette weekend. It was like, I couldn't, I couldn't wait. I was like, yeah, everybody, you know, everybody wants pictures right in the moment. Mm -hmm. And then you send and then, uh, yeah, that was a catastrophe. Cause some will download when you get home and then some don't, <sighs> and then some were missing. And then it's like, yeah. I should have just waited till I was home. Should have just no waited. Should have just waited. <laughs> Airdrop and waiting. Airdrop and waiting. Yep. Those are patience. the only two options. Patience. Always the lesson. It's always patience. the lesson. Is patient. Fucking patience. <laughs> Literally. Literally. But so. it makes just it makes sense like wanting to be disconnected from your phone too on vacation. So the right. mountains really help that because then you just don't get service. Whereas the beach, I mean, that's you get service everywhere there. So yeah I did I honestly I have not been to the beach in so long like the last time I went to the beach I was like in a very like awful toxic relationship and it was literally awful like this person was like I'm gonna take you to the beach and I'm gonna have a great time like actually no I'm lying it was a surprise they were like get in the car we're gonna go first of all if you're going to surprise me with anything, I better not be in the car for more than 30 minutes. Yeah, really. This person had me in the car for three hours, not telling me where I was going. That was so, for that relationship. Uh, that, and I feel like that should be enough. It's like kidnapping. It's like, where are we going? Where are Literally, we going? I was like, where the fuck are we going? And then we get to the beach. And like, when we get to the beach, the beach is only open for another 20 minutes. And then... Uh what we beach like, is close close they close myrtle beach the surprise oh. was myrtle beach if you guys are dirty not myrtle. southern dirty <laughs> myrtle if you're not southern you probably don't understand like why the alert that's just like it's not cute <laughs> it's like myrtle beach is a the place where the whole country comes um mm -hmm. when they think like when they <laughs> think the southeast they think myrtle beach 
when they think about the Carolinas, they think Charleston, they think Gullah Island, all of that is like around the same like area. Mm -hmm. And it receives a lot of foot traffic. And as we have learned from literally anything is that when people (laughs) do not feel responsible for a space, they do not take care of it. So tourists, (laughs) tourists are disgusting. (laughs) Yes to that. Yeah. So um, it was, it was gross. We used to go to uh, Myrtle Beach as a family sometimes on vacations. And that was, it was like, you know, in my head as a kid, it was like fun, you know, memories. We did have a, we did, my little sister did have a sleepwalking scare in a Myrtle Beach hotel room. So that, that was like a terrifying experience, but. (laughs) Questions. I have questions. Well, I don't want to. How much can you give us without putting her business out there? Right. I don't want to just like, you know, but it was, you know, it was, it it was um, like, she thought it was so real that she like left the room and almost took the elevator downstairs because that's what like she thought she needed to do. Um, And then woke up because the rain from the it was so it was like it was a it was covered it was a covered balcony outside yeah well so like out of the hotel door um but there but it was like you know so rain was sort of coming through and she said that woke her up and uh she started banging back on the door so it was like that was that was terrifying she got well i mean you out of a hotel room you know you close that door without that key right bro that's like so that's a Myrtle beach experience but it's like yeah. You remember oh, Anastasia? Yeah. yeah. Oh my um, god. I, I used to tell people before Disney bought everything. I used mm-hmm. to tell people that Anastasia was my favorite animated movie, but then what so and so was one of my favorite Disney movie. I used to distinguish the two because I wanted people to know that I loved Anastasia. Anastasia's <laughs> that shit, bro. When I was little and I would have like like I <laughs> I don't remember when Anastasia came out. I'm going to Google it because I remember watching Anastasia when five, my guess. Okay. Okay. So I remember watching Anastasia like on tape a lot when I would like have like really difficult chemo days. Like that was like my shit when I was little, my mom would be like, what do you want to watch? It was either Lion King or Anastasia. Like those are like my like <laughs> feel good movies when I was little. You know why we're perfect? I didn't name what my favorite Disney movie was, but when I was a kid, it was The Lion it was King. Lion so King. I used to, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Lion King, bro. We could go down, we could go down a whole like thing. I remember Ryan, um, Ryan and I, when we were working on one of our friends' birthday gifts, um, we like spend an afternoon eating onion rings. Do you remember this? And mm. watching Jungle Book, but this was like before Disney Plus. So we had to watch it on YouTube and it yeah. was like 12 parts. <laughs> clip so after clip after clip. Up <laughs> so that we could watch the Jungle Book. Uh, that was, uh, that afternoon was like so much fun. That was a fun, I, that was a good time. I had a lot of fun that summer. There's just, yeah. Lion King, there was, I remember I literally there was one time I sat on my phone the entire time and then realized I didn't watch the Lion King I just sat and listened and like spoke with the Lion King you know what I mean I did that thing where I was just like "Eh, Uh, um, comfort fixation that we've talked about um, yeah like I think we talked about it first season um how like yeah 
you just you just need it sometimes when you know the thing yeah it you just, just is, need it sometimes yep. <laughs> i think um this might be like a really sloppy segue but i'm thinking about rafiki okay follow me okay thinking about All rafiki right, I'm and i'm thinking about rafiki was an oracle and i'm thinking about how oracle yeah. that's a divination and i'm thinking about how this dream that we have this week is about tarot so I feel like now is the perfect time to get into Julia's dream. Julia, I don't think told us. I said I said you had to follow me. Um, Julia, it doesn't seem like Julia told us where they're from, and I don't think that they gave us their pronouns either. So I think that for safety, we're just going to refer to Julia as Julia and use they them pronouns. Yep, that works. So so yeah, um, Julia. Julia's dream, it's a lot. And I'm I'm scared that we're not gonna have enough time to like really dig into it. And I just wanna preface that we might have to take this dream in chunks. Yeah, or or you know, at some point decide like what what's priority. What are the what are the big things that we yeah. wanna look at and focus on? Um yeah and hit really hit those and hopefully you know add the extra as detail um mm-hmm. because the, well not extra i mean you know just the other parts of the dream as detail. Mm-hmm. for context yeah yeah context yeah okay so we're gonna do our thing um which is literally our last episode it was so much of us explaining to y'all how to like interact with us properly Mm-hmm. I don't feel like doing that today so we're just going to go ahead and go through excuse me oh I forgot was I supposed to burp into the microphone oh right we've still not done that yeah <laughs> do that um and uh we'll be right back bye I had a dream that I was at sneaky D's but it was in the basement of a mall all the interior design was electric green yellow and blue. I was waiting for takeout and hanging out at the couches when I noticed a deck of tarot cards. I remember seeing the seven of wands, but the rest of the cards were funny, like triangle and rock music, all in a primary color scheme. I remember doing a few readings for myself and some drunk men. It seemed to be later in the pandemic. Takeout preferred, limited indoor dining, etc. When they called my name, I discreetly stole the cards and I got my burrito, which was wrapped in a plastic clean film. I took a white styrofoam takeout box of rice and tortilla chips. I ate them both while walking home, and I woke up before I got there. All right. Okay. We got a lot. There's a lot here, but I feel like, but I feel like there's also not like i don't know it's like the the descriptions <laughs> like of what we have yeah. are so much yeah 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 this is one of the first dreams where we really get to talk about colors and i'm really excited about that um yeah and like a it's like a focus on colors too like yeah. we've had because we've had um like the thinking to it the only real ones colors that we've talked about or the um dreams were the white wolves um in yeah. uh that chased yeah amy yeah right? um yeah. but that was back in season one so that was yeah also... so that's really that's really okay so what's interesting about that is that um so this dream opens up with sneaky d's the fuck is sneaky d's i <laughs> had to google it ryan didn't know what it was um and according to wikipedia 
Sneaky D's is a concert venue and Tex-Mex restaurant in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And then some stuff that I don't know if it's necessarily relevant um, about Sneaky D's. So Sneaky D's is Canadian. Amy was also from Canada. Oh, okay. Do you so see? Do you big see? on color, right? Um, and uh, we, I don't think we said. I don't think we said earlier, but um, yes, Julia comes to us from Ontario, Canada. Thank you, Julia, for submitting yeah. our second. Um, holy cow, Canadian dream. Yeah, this how, is how we figured how out. How wild that is that? Julia was from Canada. Was because right, we were like, what is sneakies. I don't yeah. know what the never heard. Would love no. to go. Um, well, um, I don't know because Canadian <laughs> Tex-Mex. I'm real curious. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I would need to understand a little bit more about like, um, like migration patterns. Mm-hmm. Um, because like, there's just some things where I'm like, how did you get here? Are you the only one? Or is this a bastardization of the food? And because I did not read more of the Wikipedia, I may never know. I don't know if there's... <laughs> <laughs> But you know what? This is not a podcast about sneaky D's. This is a podcast Did about dreams. No, I don't sneaky think Sneaky dreams? <laughs> okay. Sometimes. Okay, well, how do you want to start? Um, you know, uh, it really jumps fast into the colors, but should we talk about, I let's always, maybe let's always talk about setting first if we can in my head yeah. as a writer and as a storyteller that just, um you know, you set up your exposition. World so. building. Right, exactly. <laughs> so yeah. I, um so yeah, so basement, mall, oh, which I don't know if I actually <laughs> marked mall now. I didn't mark mall because I, I was like, Ryan's going to do it. I just like knew. <laughs> so I'll start with the restaurant while you flip frantically to mall. Yeah, so, absolutely. <laughs> restaurant. We're going to start with the Dream Dictionary from A to Z by Teresa Chung. We're on page four, 432, Restaurant. Nourishment is provided at a restaurant, but payment is also needed. The type of restaurant in your dream is important. In fast food restaurants or cafeteria, the dreamer is required to do much more to help. In an elegant setting, the basic needs are provided, but much more is expected in return payment. Now I feel like I should read more about Sneaky D's. So I'm going to go back to the Wikipedia listing. <laughs> History? Would you, could you believe? Or impact? You know what? No, I'm going to look for a menu. Ooh. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm curious in general about starting uh, the start and things like that. Um would you believe that nobody has mall? I'm going to look for maybe shopping center. Maybe, yeah, shopping or store. Or maybe it's, well, yeah, I feel like that's relevant. Okay, Sneaky's website is not Copy. given what I thought it was going to give. And their last update was in September. Our store menu and specials, here we go. It's not optimized for mobile, so bear with me, people. <laughs> well... This is somewhat embarrassing, isn't it? It seems like we can't find what you're looking for. Okay. Can I find their menu someplace else? I really just want to know how much it would cost to get a burrito and rice and tortilla Uh, chips. Because I think that that'll help. Based off of Teresa's, like, inkling, that'll help us to understand. Okay. Okay. So this is interesting. And uh, I'm glad I looked up 
music and we'll talk more about that later but sneaky d's from wikipedia at least while yavana's trying to look for the menu sneaky d's looks um appears to be an original it's one and only and it's not only a tex-mex restaurant but a concert venue as well yeah, yeah so they um it's a major it's noted as a major venue for alternative culture and indie rock yeah. so that card the rock music coming through as a card and being in sneaky d's things all still make sense i think they have vegan options i'm looking for the burrito i am looking for the burrito also i mean i don't understand the conversion between like our dollars and their dollars so this will definitely be a moment in which um like our canadian followers will understand what's exorbitant is it exor- exor- exorbitant exorbitant what is the word Ex- uh, oh, now i'm god damn it now i'm thinking about it too hard <laughs> Ex- what's expensive and what is not fancy <laughs> we have all day breakfast mexican sandwiches where's burrito i thought that there would just be a section on the menu that said burrito am i perhaps it's just i'm a, looking um... at people's pictures on google maps oh. of the burrito <laughs> or not the burrito Woo, of the menu because their website did not give me what i needed it to i wish i could call internet oh wait here we go combination plates okay enchiladas tacos and burritos are covered with salsa mole and melted cheese that doesn't sound like what she had or i'm sorry what they had um but you know let's see one burrito with other stuff like um with your choice of one enchilada or one taco is 17 canadian dollars okay one one canadian dollar was 0.81 american dollar so it's close the conversion is close okay so that seems like about normal you know or like that's what like if i'm going someplace where i know the food is good and like relatively authentic that's how much if it's not like a fine dining experience that's how much i would expect to pay for yeah especially a combination plate especially if it's a combination place and you're at also a concert hall sort of slash there's a stage over there. Um, Right. Let's read again. um, Restaurant. Let's, let's dip back to that. um, Now that we have like a little bit of context that it seems to be like also Google maps, like the app, Google maps. um, Whenever you look up restaurants, it gives you a snapshot of how much it'll cost by using a number of dollar signs. $1 $1 sign means like affordable and cheap. And two means like a little bit more expensive. Three is like high end and four is like fancy schmancy. And this has $1 sign in the listing. So just to reiterate restaurant, nourishment is provided at this restaurant. The type of restaurant in your dream is important. In a fast food restaurant or cafeteria, the dreamer is required to do much more to help. And in an elegant setting, the basic needs are provided, but much more is expected in return for payment. So there's like this like median of like, I almost want to say reciprocity based off of how much we just calculated a burrito and an enchilada would be. Mm-hmm. The, what's interesting to me is that now we need to take that fact and put it in the take. So take this restaurant and then put it in the basement of a mall. So yeah. what are we, so we're taking this like 
we're taking this idea, this nourishment that's coming from the restaurant and now we're moving it and hiding it somewhere yeah. that most, most people don't go right to the basements of a mall. Um, yeah. and did I did find, find okay. Yeah. Sorry. So I was going to say, <laughs> no, you're fine. Um, Teresa Chung has, um, shopping mall slash center. Um, okay, cute. So, yes. So that reads shopping centers or malls are associated with making choices and in many dreams they serve as the backdrop for meeting friends or trying to find the right item for yourself for someone else uh, i get very typical as to why we go to the mall typically these dreams feature friends and salespeople. <laughs> this suggests that such dreams aren't associated with work but are about your social life if you encounter obstacles or get assistance on your dream shopping trip, these may symbolize real life forces, both internal and external, that play a role in the choices you make in waking life and the satisfaction you experience. Women and teenagers tend to have this kind of dream more often than men or children. And the theme for this dream tends to be choice and identity and the ability to stay true to yourself while also satisfying the need of others. Okay, so let's just go straight to basement because like, <laughs> let's just let's let's not even deliberate page 61 same book, even though basements are becoming less common in newly built houses, they are still common in dreams to dream that you're in a basement symbolizes being deep down in your unconscious mind in the psychological storage space where you sort through things that you're finding it hard to understand a basement is a place where you you're you've shelved aspects of yourself that aren't matching your ambitions in waking life basement can also indicate the power that is available to you provided that you are willing to make use of it or the way in which your your current attitudes are derived from past assumptions and family legends to dream that the basement is in disarray and messy no wine is traditionally kept in the cellar and the contents of your unconscious can simply harbor and special treats that you can bring out on special occasions. Try to decide if your dreaming mind took you into a cellar to confront an issue of your life or to make a good use of your talents that you've been suppressing. Okay, so before we, you know, do what needs to be done with talking about basement and shopping mall, um, let's go to the Dreamers Dictionary from A to Z by Lady Stern Robinson and Tom Corbett on page 51. We have basement. You need to be firm about refusing plans that don't really appeal to you. See also seller. So to think about identity and then to think about basement, this, in Teresa Chung's definition, that, that idea of like pulling something out of the basement for a special occasion really makes me want to skip forward to something that I didn't think we were going to skip forward to so early. Mm -hmm. But I want to talk about the men because they're, they're mentioned so briefly. And it mm -hmm. seems like this moment in which I kind of want to say Julia's performing by like reading in public mm -hmm. is for a group of men. Right. Okay. Okay. So, but how, the, how, so how oh, are we ahead, connecting that back? Um, to kind of understand like, what is the, what part of identity and like deeper unconscious could possibly be linked to these drunken men? before we get right. into the symbols and the, the deck and all the other things. Um, so right. dictionary of dream symbols with an introduction to dream psychology by Eric Ackroyd. Man on page 223 
see also guru, wise man, or man slash woman. A male figure may be a symbol of yourself, wholeness, completeness, the inner self that re represents the ground plan of your individual psyche. Number two. On the other hand, it may stand for one half of the whole, woman symbolizing the other half of human wholeness, okay, which is a union of opposites. The male half of the psyche compromises consciousness, reflection, and rational intellect, the head rather than the heart, competitiveness and aggressiveness, analysis and discrimination, purpose, activity, rather than passivity and receptiveness, ambition, getting, and achieving. We talked about this um, Oh, was it roommate reckoning? We talked about diurnal energy and nocturnal energy. Um, this definition is like really digging into that idea of like diurnal energy. Um, and then there's one last thing that first of all does gendered, but like this seems a little bit more specific in that way. In a woman's dream, a male figure may represent her animus or her father. In a man's dream, the figure may represent his alter ego or shadow self or the wise old man. And then it's telling me to go see other things that aren't necessarily relevant. So it seems like if thinking, putting more energy into the word choice that I landed on when I said performing this tarot reading and then thinking about performing in front of diurnal energy or performing for diurnal energy, um, not like the, not that bullshit of like performing like for the patriarch and performing gender, but just like literally like doing this thing for other people um, with a deck that you found in this place. Do you see what I'm trying to say? Um, we've been through a lot. So it's like, I'm sort of still, we've not really dived, no. <laughs> yeah, I feel like... <laughs> I feel like there's a connector and I'm trying to figure out where that connector is going to land, like to bring in this, like the fact that we're in the shopping center, but we're in the mm. basement and we're in this place that is actually existed. Like the simulacrum of sneaky D's like this, it's not even a simulacrum. It is sneaky D's like, it's not. Right. They say they were is, at sneaky D's. Right. Mm. It's not a, a replication it is this place like wholly just in a different location um i like we haven't talked anything about the colors of the restaurant and i'm like when do when do these i don't want to call them my oops i don't want to call them minute details mm -hmm. because it's a dream and nothing seems to really be minute but like when do those kinds of details help make man make sense help make, you know, like being in a basement make sense, help make restaurant make more sense. Right, exactly. So what do we do? Well, I guess the only thing is to read the definitions. <laughs> Where do you wanna go next? Um, so, well, I guess just sort of pulling out of the dream and the basement. So it, um, we're not in a work-related space, so Julia just sort of scratched that out. Um, it seems, you know, again, very personal, um, but very social um, in your social circle, um, mm -hmm. which is what uh, we sort of be, seem to be going into. Um, but I don't know, like pulling out the colors too and trying to relate to what that drunk man um, might represent or drunk men, all these right? other things yeah yeah plural. it was drunk men yeah also my thing is like 
this we'll talk about this later i'm sure but like you just did this reading for these people i'm sure there are other people in the space and then you stole the deck like you like you you've been seen with it you've interacted with other people with it you have witnesses and then you stole the deck and that also is really curious to me like why are you not worried about like those men snitching essentially like who like what part of like your unconscious is like not unconscious subconscious is represented by these men that you feel that sure in their loyalty does that make sense Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right well you know i mean yeah yeah and maybe it's because we have drunk in front so maybe it's just because like Mm, but, mm-hmm. but that you know that can get i'm like i'm worried about that getting like in larger conversations that's like problematic right but um like in this moment we know that they're drunk so maybe they're reliable because they're not going to say anything because they not not remember in the morning did you look up drunk at all no i did not actually i didn't think to but like they just didn't say seem... drunk so many times made it seem slightly relevant so i just i'm in the dream dictionary from a to z by Teresa chung and i looked up drunk and it says c bar so now i'm trying to remember how the alphabet goes so i can find bar and see if <laughs> if there's like a shorthand we can pull you so know. bars on 61 in yes. dreams bars pubs and taverns are places in which you can overcome your inhibitions what is the atmosphere like if it is friendly your dreaming mind may be urging you to overcome your isolation if the atmosphere is pleasant and upbeat this suggests you are feeling optimistic about your future but if drunkenness or a brawl occurs are you about to boil over with uncontrolled anger or is it a situation in your waking life getting out of control can drunkenness not be friendly? Well, just sort of thinking about uh, alcoholics and uh, relationships to that, it's like dr- being drunk is sort of like, it's dangerous to say the least, whether or not you're friendly. So it's not you can be friendly, but I, I don't know. That's a good question. That's sort of a, you're doing harm, right? If you're, you, if you're drinking in excess, you're doing harm. I'm not yes. knocking it. I've done it. I'm not saying I'm not going to not do it again in the future, the right. but, but you are harming yourself uh, in a yeah. way. So I don't know. Is it friendly? Oh, that's a, we're getting philosophical here. <laughs> let's not get philosophical. Let's, let's, let's get head empty again. And let's just back it up and talk about other things. Because I feel like also there's no way for us to understand what I guess the entire vibe is, you know, especially in this situation looking dream specific we can't pull from this situation what really they seem to be everything seems to be fine julia seemed to do some readings everybody everything seemed to be okay julia was so comfortable julia decided to steal the cards so right but also like if julia is white then like when it comes to like shoplifting and like um like repercussions for like white people shoplifting it's like less severe so like it might not even be about being that comfortable it might just be like you know, I've talked to, I've had a couple of white friends that I've talked to about like them getting like addicted to stealing because they like would make eye contact with people and push it in their bag and nobody would do anything. And they were like, they were like, 
basically like that's power and i'm like yeah that's privilege like that's what that looks like so right. like that we don't understand julia's identity but mm-hmm. i don't know why i'm thinking canada and white which is a problematic thought within itself that needs to be unpacked but like in the event that julia is white julia taking that deck as a completely different mode might not be of, like right yeah it literally might just be like impulse and like that impulse is just like not met with consequences. Mm-hmm. It's I can't tell based off of like what Julia said. I can't tell if it's impulse or if it's like See, it, <laughs> I'm gonna do it. Like I to, I know what to, I want. And it seems to me too is it like it. I'm just romantic and imagining like is it like because like Julia noticed the deck of tarot cards. So like there's just a deck of cards there and like- Right, is it stealing or was it like, is it a lost and found situation? Or was it there for them? Right, was it just right. like there for them? Was the deck like, did the deck read so well? Did it feel so comfortable in Julia's hand that it was like, take me, <laughs> you know, or- <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Um, okay, what, what, what now? What now? How do we ground our speculation? Well, let's, I want to dive into the colors just because I'm curious. Okay. Um, right, because the interior design, so I, I don't know, I and may, maybe they don't matter, but it's because, so interior design, now we're going to talk about, what are we going to talk about? Is, are we going to, is this like mood affecting Julia, you know, or are these like situations surrounding? Okay, so uh, Teresa Chung's book, fantastic that was toby everybody Uh, toby has one eye toby is a one-eyed chihuahua that has been to jail our Um, sweet sweet toby Toby. i haven't met Toby. i want to meet toby so bad um okay yeah so the biggest like hint for toby (laughs) what like i love i love the just the like just the whisper of a of a story and then it's like but that's all you guys get that's really all you guys i mean get. we don't have time for that we're we're supposed <laughs> right, to that's be all you in get. our books <laughs> if you want to hear more about the one-eyed chihuahua you know maybe we'll open next episode with it if we remember um okay colors Teresa chung has so much here pages on pages on pages like color specific and then also a moment of um what she's labeling as color connections um and i what where should we start should we start with colors or start with color connections so let's here's here's what i think let's start with colors in general and then we can even go back and forth okay do us do the specific colors and then i think we talk about how it could be all connected together okay um so the introduction to color is really long Mm -hmm. it's like two pages long what do you want to do uh it just might be i don't i'm curious i'm curious to read it so it's just like, okay read it then you okay, do it yes. <laughs> all right everybody hang on your dreams may be crowded with colors only for your conscious mind to forget them on waking see like we have specific colors so that's why i think it's important to, that's why mm-hmm. we i mean yeah this is one of the reasons why many people believe we only dream in black and white some people do only dream in black and white but many of us also dream in color can you say definitively if you remember if you've dreamed in black and white and or color? Okay, I had a dream last night that um, I was on a road trip, but we had a plane. 
and somebody clogged the toilet and I remember the color of the poop. So I feel like I, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. I feel like, I feel like it might just be like, so like subjective. Like, I yeah. feel like I can comfortably say that I do have moments where either, either I'm dreaming in color or when I'm waking up and I'm remembering that I saw a toilet full of diarrhea, you know, it just reverts to my last memory of diarrhea. And yeah. I'm like, okay, well, it was that color. So it must've been this color in my dream, which now makes me think, I don't know which side I'm on, <laughs> you know? Dreaming in black, white, black and white seems so like, that That just doesn't sit with me, which just makes me think that I probably dream in color, but I don't think I can definitively say. Right. I wonder but, how, like what the percentage is of like the population that dreams in color versus dreams in black and white. Black and white. Either way, if you were one of those people who notice and appreciate colors in waking life, you are far more likely to notice them in your dreams. Oh, okay. Yeah, because, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's just like reading a little more. Yet because most of us regard color as being incidental to the action, we don't pay attention to it in our dreams and tend not to remember it when awake. That's, I think, where I fall in. However, focusing more attention on the color aspect of your dreams may help lead to a richer, more accurate and fulfilling interpretation. Okay, so that's a for example so i'm going to skip that color is a vibrant part of symbolism this is partly due to due to tradition and partly due to vibratory frequency each individual color possesses research has been carried out to discover the effect of color on people and it has been shown that working with color can impact your mood your thoughts and even your behavior the effect is so significant that psychologists used color testing for emotional intelligence reports not surprisingly, then, the colors in your dreams can tell you a great deal about your emotional state. So if an individual color or collection of colors dominates your feet or features in your dream, such as wearing a, a color you never usually wear, its symbolism will be significant as color always evokes a strong emotional reaction. Okay, so I'm just going to stop there and let's dive into the colors then, because that was a nice segue. Okay, cool. Um, Julia gives us green first. So um, green is on same book, page 147. Green is the color of nature. It's also the color of other forms of growth and flourishing developments. If green appears in your dream, are you experiencing new growth? On a positive side, green is linked to feelings of calm and hope, but on the negative side, it's associated with jealousy. Green is the color displayed by growing the healthy vegetation and foliage. Consider too, but the association that you are often made with this color could be your unconscious telling you that your approach is native, immature, or green. Could you do with an injection of freshness and hope for your life? This definition is like really, really long. This definition is um, half a page long. I will not be reading all of it. Alternatively, um, if you have been given the green light to go ahead, no. Green vegetables, no. Green eyes, no. A green path, no. Lighter shades of green tending towards blue represent healing. The color is also representative of money. And then um, they list some keywords. Positive change, growth, healing, vitality, serenity, money, wealth, and jealousy. So again, it's important to remember that all of these things were describing the interior of Sneaky D's. So right. it's like, this is... Um, this all links to that. And the other thing about these colors too is that we're not gonna be able to find specifically, but these are electric 
colors right while later the cards are primary and i wish we were going to be able to like really talk about that difference but i don't think we're really going to be able to um <laughs> mm-hmm. but the next color we get is yellow mm-hmm. again looking at sort of brief definitions yellow in dreams is often thought to be a symbol of the intellect and the ability to think clearly therefore a dream that features yellow may indicate the dreamer's thought process suggesting that they are thinking clearly on the other hand it may suggest someone who has no positive goals and who is drifting along in life if this is the case the unconscious is urging the dreamer to take steps towards improving their self-confidence so they can move forward in life not muddier if dream features bright yellow this can suggest sunniness joy and optimism in the waking life um yellow like orange and gold is associated with the sun and because the sun lights up our world and gives us warmth the colors often impart a contented sunny mood a powerful source of energy the sun is as we all know not a yellow bird or animal the color yellow has both positive and negative connotations. If the dream is a pleasant one, then the color yellow is symbolic of intellect, energy, agility, happiness, harmony, and wisdom. On the other hand, if the dream is an unpleasant one, then the color represents cowardice and indecision. Mm-hmm. So what's going on in your social life, Julia? <laughs> that does seem to be popping up a lot about like well, personal and it relationships. Was- I think was it the basement or it was either basement or mall. Shopping it mall. was like social life, yeah. social life yeah. centered. So um, hmm. let's do blue. So blue, um, same book, 146. Blue is a cool, calming color often used for relaxation and meditation. Historically, it bears association with spirituality and is representative of truth, intellect and justice. Then the world of dreams, blue is often thought to be a symbol of the conscious mind, especially if the dream features blue skies, a shimmering bright blue, muddy shades of blue, darker shade of blue, dark angry blue, clear blue water, blue clothes, pale blue, light blue, blue birds, blue smoke. Okay, so part of that was relevant. Um, I that's interesting. Um, for this to be for for the green, which is what's really standing out to me is jealousy about the green, and I have no other like positioning on that except for intuition. Like it doesn't seem like a thing necessarily entirely about growth, unless like you're growing out of jealous patterns or if you're growing into jealous patterns that I don't understand, but the jealousy really is standing out to me. Like, it seems like, it seems like there's something that you want to be recognized for in your like social circle, capacity, community, whatever that you're not receiving recognition for. And it's making you feel a way, which is like resulting in like these impromptu performances and stealing a deck which um i'm excited to read more about steel but that's just the vibe that i'm personally getting i do because we're already on the topic of colors and we're talking did you hear that Mm -hmm. okay um um we're talking about colors and the excuse me restaurant is green yellow and blue and the tarot deck is primary colors which is red, yellow, and blue. Um, and green is a secondary color, which 
hopefully you already understand is when you mix yellow and blue together. So because we've already read yellow, we've already read blue, I think that reading red will help us to understand the difference between the environment and the object. So red is on page 149. In waking life, red is associated with fire, heat, blood, passion. In dreams, those hot themes are often mirrored and the interpretation is typically connected with passion, energy, or vitality. Red is also associated with anger and rage towards something or what did I just say? Something or someone, and those is associated with fire. It can represent danger and prohibition. This is reflected in the red stop signs in many of the county countries, excuse me, traffic control systems. Don't know what the difference would be between like Canadian traffic um, signs, symbols, whatnot in American. So not, and also, is Teresa British? Should we ever figure that out? I'm not sure. It, I would say if she's she's published this, so it's probably generous enough to say that many countries have a red, a red stop, stop ending indicator. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, the color also indicates an angry urge to fight back. And if you are experiencing such violent emotion in your dream of red, take it as a warning to exercise restraint or consequences will be tragic. Revenge or retaliation is not advisable. If red features in your dream, perhaps you should consider the tone that it was being used. Um, lighter There's shades, no deeper shades. Red. Because red is the color of blood, it may also denote physical strength, vital energy, and life force, which, depending on the context of the dream, may be ebbing away or throbbing with life. A red heart may state no. Red flames, red rose... Other considerations taken into account is whether the red in your dream suggests being in red, like debt, or brings in mind a person who holds socialist beliefs a red. Mm. Okay. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Whatever. It can also refer to scarlet, um, sexually permissive woman, or to waving the proverbial red flag at someone, something who provoked you. Keywords are danger, shame, sexual impulses, passion, and urges people. Perhaps, sorry. Perhaps you need to stop and think about your actions, which is interesting considering that um, you stole the dick, which I'm not judging you for stealing the dick. Um, I hope that it's not coming off that way. I just think that like, that is like a really significant point in this dream for me is like the, the swiping of the dick. Mm -hmm. um, well, one last thing that Teresa says uh, about color connect uh, is that color connections. Yeah. Um, so on 152, when remembering the colors in your dreams, it is important to recall if the colors were bright and vivid or muted and faded, both in this case, mm -hmm. um, as the strength of the colors may be linked directly to your emotions and emotional needs at the time of the dream. Rich, clear colors may signify inner strength or a sense of well-being, whereas weak colors may represent feelings of being jaded or washed out in some way. It's interesting that the cards themselves are the primary colored ones. Mm-hmm. This is a clear difference between light and dark in the dream, especially if it features an indoor location. Darkness can mean that your situation is unclear or confused. It could also suggest being in an unknown or difficult territory, or it may represent a secret part of yourself or a part that you do not know. Light is the opposite. Light represents clearness, insight, and enlightenment and can signify the light at the end of the tunnel or seeing the light. Um... Uh, not if a gray and faded shade of green 
background colors therefore play an important part in creating the ambiance or the feel of a dream and in influencing your reaction to it. Uh, for example, if you have a favorite or least favorite color, its appearance in your dream may also reinforce your positive and negative reaction to it. In some instances, you may find yourself trying to interpret a dream, but the details have faded from your memory. Do, 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 do. Sorry, it's just not relevant. Um, Hobby. Indeed, any color that was highlighted in your dream may have been sending you a message from your unconscious. Your task is to try to make a link between what that color means to you, the context in which it appeared, your real life circumstances, and the symbolic connotations associated with that particular color. So in thinking about the primary colors for the deck, should we switch Let to me the deck? School yeah. y'all hoes just a little bit. So this kind of deck exists. This kind of deck historically is the known as like the French terror or the terror of Marseille, which is also the same structure that the like playing card decks were like built off of. So like the king, the queen, the the ace, the joker, like that same system, they are very, very similar. The tarot Marseille is you can't, you can technically read it with the same resources you use to read decks that were built using the system of the Rider Waite. But can you stop? Thank you. But there are slight differences. And I find that when using a deck that's based off of the Rider Waite system, Rider Waite system versus the Marseille system, they have completely different voices. And I didn't think about that until after I marked in my tarot resources, the seven of wands. And I only have tarot resources for decks that were modeled after the Rider weight. So now I'm going to Google the difference and see how we can like explain it in a different way. Did you look up anything about like decks, tarot decks or cards in the- um... So um, it's, I marked seven of wands in the only tarot book you'll ever need. Uh -huh. um, but you know what? I didn't actually look up like tarot in um, any of the, um, but looking, but even doing a fast look, it's not. Um, tarot itself doesn't appear to be immediately there okay okay well um i just googled the seven of wands for the tarot of marseille um and a, i'm gonna read some of the definition from tarot.net um i also find that like when reading like marseille um definitions they're so much longer than Rider Waite mm. definitions. And I'm I'm not super familiar with this like former terror. I have one deck um, that uses that system, but it's only major arcana. Um, so I'm not familiar with like these other cards. It's also, it's a pip deck. So like all of the, like this is the seven. So like, oh, it's not people interacting with the, uh, elements instead it's just like the elements um 
unless it's like the, the court cards. So this card reflects a great moment of irresistible openness and action. In terms of performing art, this is success and creativity, which are ripe to serve themselves and to others. The ego becomes the path of creative sexual energy and full awareness of the emotional aspect, dispersing it to the whole world. This could be a warm, talented, triumphant, or fertile relationship of the world. This also announces the difficulties after a period of blooming and fullness. This time, it is a struggle to maintain your position at the top while others compete and fight to try to achieve success in your status. Fatally, competition and commonplace competition is commonplace, and you will have to continually prove yourself. If your vision and efforts are successful to the point that the public cheers you up, then you will have to expect more competition and provocations because of your opponents who may want to achieve the same prosperity as you. Mm. This card can also indicate an extremely sourced obstacle to the continued success of a business or creative project. Although this seems to prevent you from progressing, you can overcome this challenge by leveraging your self-confidence and resilience. This obstacle can also overcome, also be overcome with your effort and lucidity. That's a very interesting word to use. This card aims to maintain your position despite incessant provocations against your role and your authority. You must stand firm and defend your rank at all costs. And then there are like three more paragraphs. Um, but I just want to say, what did I say about jealousy? Um, well, I it was going like... to say, it's no wonder it stood out to you. I mean, with because if, I'm, I'm sure you connected Bro. it to the seven of ones. I honestly didn't. I like when other people are telling me like, cards sometimes if it's just like one card like that's completely out of context from what i'm doing my brain is like okay whatever but like if i'm already contextually doing tarot related things then i feel more apt to be like oh girl that's about losing money but like right now this didn't this didn't tap anything in me when i read seven of wands i was just like okay seven like, I meant not consciously. <laughs> <laughs> you know what t um i feel like it's not like a waste to look at the tarot resources for this card. Um, mm -hmm. So I think that we should do it. Um, I just wanted to open with that, the tarot Marseille is just like, it's such a subtle difference, but it is a, it's not a completely different system, but it low key is a completely different system. It's just a different voice, I think. Every deck has its own voice period, but like it's still, it varies between systems. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you want to start um, in the only tarot book you'll ever need. Yeah. Um, so jumping into that, um, it gets it gets you know it gives you a page two pages really spread specifically as to and it gives you a beautiful rendition of what a, the card could look like and then um, definitions on the other side. So on one forty, uh, and this is by Sky Alexander and Mary Shannon. The Seven of Wands is about courage and determination and indicates that you are willing to fight for what you believe in and will stand your ground. Previously, you might have fallen into complacency, but you are ready to face challenges. Um, and I wonder, so this is interesting too, because a couple of things, Julia's not reading for anyone as far as, as, far as we know, really. Um, Julia's Julia sort of like, says, a, says well, that they read the, for the men. So, right, but in this moment, not yet. Like Julia, remember seeing oh, the seven of wands? Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Look yes. at looks at other cards, and then later does readings. So this is like right. 
this message seems to be for Julia, or at least like as Julia is walking through um, or like thumbing through the deck, this is what is remembered. Um, so the question now, Julia, if you can remember back was, was it upright or reversed? <laughs> um, upright profit and gain come only after you firmly held off your competition or enemies. You may be outnumbered, but your determination will win the day. You're discovering inner resources you didn't even realize you had and using them to overcome obstacles. Thus, you have the advantage and will eventually achieve success by sheer force of will and motivation. Meanwhile, if the card is reversed, this position signifies a time of confusion. You don't know whether to hold on or back off, but now is the time for firmness and decision. Even if you're not sure which way to go, it's one of those situations where any decision is better than none at all. Interesting. All right. All I kind of right. don't even want to read from any of my other tarot resources because I feel like it feels the... like that sort of nailed it on the same head. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to put this book down. Um, okay. What I do want to do though, in the same book, um, the only tarot book y'all ever need, if you go towards the front page 38, you get to this beautiful chart broken down into two columns, one column saying symbols, one column saying meaning. And if you, it's, in alphabetical order you come down towards the bottom what do you see you see triangle and that was Ooh. one of the cards that julia um specifically um said by name was triangle trinity three-dimensional existence and movement i also looked up triangle in some of the dream dictionaries i thought i did let me check again like i said last week sometimes like when ryan and our kiki and i'm like oh wait I forgot to do that. Um, okay, so Triangle in the Dreamers Dictionary from A to Z by Ladies and Robinson and Tom Corbett on page 361. New beneficial conditions and opportunities which you would do well to exploit is the omen in the stream that features triangular shapes or forms. So it seems like opportunity is coming i it's almost seems like, like a, a warning like opportunity is coming and then like you would do your best to not be complacent in your position regarding that opportunity. Mm -hmm. And again, not think, not coming from work, but looking at like social life, looking at your friends, looking at what's going around, what's going on around you on not work related. Um, Just remember this setting, remembering the setting, but yeah, it's definitely like a, almost yeah sort of like a forewarning just like a hey hey like you need to be aware of sort of all of these things that are moving and happening right now yeah yeah um i kind of want to talk about steel like to take not steel like the metal um (laughs) do you have anything i like didn't look up rock music or music or whatever because it just seemed like Sneaky D's is like a an alternative like venue that like supports like music that a lot of people think are on the fringe, but is not necessarily on the fringe, has a large following, is very emotional, but not in the ways of like, mm-hmm. you know, breaking down and crying, like, you know, very visceral. Like it just kind of seemed like almost like some kind of like passion in a way, like a a way to display passion. So I didn't feel like a need to like look that up because I figured that I could articulate that when it was time to and the time just passed because I just did it. So <laughs> um, did you look it up? 
Um, no, I didn't really look up triangle or rock music because I didn't feel um, because Seven of Wands stood out to me so significantly because that is actually a tarot yeah. card, whereas yeah. triangle and rock music are not tarot cards. Um, yeah. So for the sake of time, um, I just felt like those weren't really relevant and just dis- could be disregarded cards. Okay. The bet. message, so the takeaway was the Seven of Wands. Yeah. Let's. Um... Yeah, also because triangle and like my fake ass definition of rock music support that definition of seven of wands. Um, so let's just go to steel. So I'm in the same dreamer's dictionary by Lady Stern Robinson and Tom Ford, bet on page 345, 345. This is the second time that I have noticed that numbers are in consecutive order. Steel. A dream of stealing is a warning to be extra cautious in money or investment matters for the next few months. Unless you were caught, which is a dream of contrary and a sign. I'm sorry, and signifies good luck. See also spoons. I'm gonna see spoons because what does <laughs> what does that have to do with spoons? Like the well, the only thing I can think of is the game spoons, that card game where you. Yeah, I love spoons. Yeah. Oh my god, spoons! One of my, I literally was thinking about like when it's safe to have people over. I want to play spoons and I want to bus driver. Um, can you read spoons just in case Benito gets rowdy? Um, absolutely. I'm going to have to see spoons. Um, spoons. I don't know actually how to play that game. I just know you steal spoons. Let's see. Alphabet. Spoons. 342. Spoons in a dream. See, yeah, this isn't going to help. Are of domestic happiness unless you lost them or snitched them. Literally, unless you lost them or snitched them, in which case you were being warned against a loss due to an unwise deal before you invest, investigate. Why did we see spoons? I don't understand why we saw spoons. Um, Lady Stern? (laughs) Miss Ma'am? Why did Um, we see spoons? Okay, so the last word on my list is walk. Because we end um, the dream on the way home. I didn't look. I do want one more, one more definition of steal on this. Hell one. Yeah. I did look up that in Teresa um, Chung's book, four eighty four. Dreams of stealing, pickpocketing, burglary, robbery, theft, petty crime, or taking what is not yours, generally suggest that you feel envious of another person in some way and want to have what they have. Here we are. Jealousy is reared its ugly head again. The key to the dream's interpretation is to identify who you are thieving from and what you are trying to take. If you are blackmailing someone in your dream, no. Blackmailing you, no. Okay, so the key to this dream's interpretation is to identify who you're thieving from and what you're trying to take. Interesting. Feel envy, but it's that you feel envious of another person in some way and want to have what they have. It's just like um, we were saying earlier. That's um, that's sort of with the green coming out. That jealousy. Um, I wonder, sort of, what aspects, um, what aspects that yeah. in others are sort of what's like what's popping up, what's going on, why are we so right potentially like, is it- or why is if we're thinking of this as more of just like a sort of a like an omen to it might just be like a be aware that jealousy could be on its way or present yeah yeah also like no i don't have anything else to say yeah that's (laughs) that's a really good way to think about it um 
it just makes me really curious as to like how this card clarification is going to go because on one hand it's like are you jealous or are the people jealous of you because it can be both it can always be both um yeah i'm gonna read walk i'm gonna try and hurry up and read walk before being able to start to bark at her reflection in the fucking tv 370 in um the dreamers dictionary dreamers dictionation dreamers dictionary az by lady stern robinson and tom corbett a form of obstacle dreams for if you walked with ease, it signifies an easy triumph. And if you walked away with difficulty, you will still overcome your obstacles, but it will require determined effort. It's interesting considering that they woke up. Um, yeah, before they got to their destination, too. Right. Hmm. <laughs> so unfinished business or unfinished business. This sort of an unresolved, really more of an unresolved ending. Yeah yeah okay um well i'm feeling like it might be time to hit that good old card clarification yeah let's see what they have yeah let's see what they have to say okay all right we'll get to shuffling and we will be right back let's do it do you want your dream to be featured on our podcast do you have a recurring dream that drives you wild a sex dream that leaves you feeling dirty A nightmare that makes you feel guilty? Head over to www.wildestdreamspodcast.com and click the submit tab. Once you're there, fill out our form and submit your dream as text. Prefer to send audio? You can always drop us a line at our email, submit at wildestdreamspodcast.com. Each week, we'll feature one dream that we'll try our damnedest to decipher. It's listeners like you that keep our dream alive. Thank you. Thank you. I'm I'm excited about card clarification. I just want to say in the moment because I feel like that sort of interpretation, our dream interpretation this week was not as as you put it earlier intuitive as it has been in the past. That was sort of difficult to just really try to piece. Yeah. Yeah, that gave together. me like um clear frog episode vibes. Like, it was just, like, kind of, yeah. like, it yeah. was just, like, so many, like, symbols. Like, what the fuck does this have to do with each other? Um, because of how, is unintuitive a word? Can I make it a word? Yeah, we're making it because a word. Because of how unintuitive that felt and, like, how difficult. The things that seemed like it would make that so simple and so, like, just, just, like, brimming with, like, possibility on our end is what made it really difficult. Um, and because it felt like that because there was that very strange friction that we're not used to I decided to do something that I don't normally do which is I picked up my deck the Neo Tarot and I flipped it over I don't read facing up I read with the backs of the cards um to me Mm -hmm. and I flipped it over and I looked for the seven of wands and I grabbed who was in front and who was in back and i found it almost instantly um that did not take long to find it at all but this process i've seen a lot of people do this um saying that like picking a, a certain card in your deck that represents something and then what's to the left of it is like the conflict and what's to the right of it is like or it's like it's like the positive and the negative or the negative and positive rather it's like the left is like the thing that like either you have to look out for like you need to like when you notice that you have to avoid that or like if you choose one 
option over the other. This is how it's going to go. And then the right is like oftentimes a more positive note. So I'm because of how, again, unintuitive this feels, I kind of want to just read straight from my book. I like don't even really want to give my like thoughts because something the vibe is off. So that's what I'm going to do. So we're going to pick up the book that goes to the Neo Tarot. And we're going to, I should have marked these pages before we came back, but I did not think about it. And I apologize. (laughs) Do you know what I did this week because it worked out so well was I was able to put my card in where the page is um, and it works sequentially as well. So it like I have, I'm able to just flip, flip, flip. I just bought this really cute new bookmark. Hold on, I can literally show it to you. Um, everybody else is gonna have to wait. Um, <laughs> but I just got this from a seller on Etsy. It's oh. fresh it flowers pressed? and resin. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they're so pretty. Jay, I was like, look at my, my bookmark. And Jay was like, that's a little thick to be a bookmark. I was like, can you calm down? <laughs> <laughs> i love that because that sounds like a very good thing to say Bro, immediately didn't even say it was pretty just like this little thick oh, damn okay i didn't fumble the bag um i've lost all my pages see do you see what i'm saying unintuitive so let's start with seven of wands so seven of wands um as i've talked about the neo tarot a few times this Book has the signs, the planets, the themes, the affirmation, the meaning, the reverse, and the self-care. So we're going to do the affirm. No, we're going to start with the meaning. You're strong enough to defend yourself against a bunch of opposers, but just because you can hold your own, it doesn't mean that it feels good. Know that when you have to fight or handle multiple challenges at once, you'll do great, but try not to wait until the 11th hour when you're back into a corner and feel disorganized to do something about it. Expect the best, but plan for the worst. You'll be in a better position and endure any to endure any BS that pops up. And then the self-care. If you work out wearing headphones, you'll already know that music has a way of increasing stamina tenfold. That's interesting considering that Sneaky D's is a venue. Make a playlist of the songs that pump you up the most, the punk, the hip-hop, the power anthem ones that make you feel stronger more energetic and more capable blast your playlist next time you do any kind of exercise Ooh, okay interesting interesting right right and also because i have i'm gonna read the affirmation um so i know my worth and i stand up for myself against those that would tear me down this is i'm really glad i chose to do this this way what do you think I should do next? Should I go left or should I go right? Well, my, you know, I always want the bad news before I want the good news. Okay. And I feel like the vibe is of the bad news. The bad news. We don't know what it is. Yeah. Um, is yeah. on the left. So let's go to the left, which is the Six of Pentacles upright. We're in the same book. The meaning. The Six of Pentacles can paint a... I'm sorry, can point to generosity, sharing and social justice, but it can also indicate the law of attraction, the synchronicity that means that you get what you need as soon as you most need it, as if by magic. Either way, it's a card of gracious giving and receiving rather than excessive abundance. It could even be thought of as a light at the end of the five of pentacles tunnel. 
Aventurine, Aventurine Adventure. Mm-hmm. Six is the, what was it? It was like the calm that comes after the storm of five. Right. It was exactly. like something poetic like that. Um, and that comes straight from the, the only terror book you'll ever need. Um, um, your self-development has seen you through the darkness and you can collect your karmic check. Self-care. Practice asking for help. Maybe it's a lift to work, a loan on an endorsement. Find some small manageable things that you're struggling with and take ownership of getting assistance with them. Knowing you're doing all you can to help yourself, even if it's just listening, even if it's just the listening ear of someone who gets it. Keep your eyes open for opportunities to receive. A lot about keeping open to opportunities. That's interesting. The affirmation, when I'm ready to receive, life gives me exactly what I need. I don't know if that's necessarily negative. No, not at all. Especially, well, well, you know, sometimes life gives you exactly what you need. And sometimes what you need is a smack in the ass. So Stop. <laughs> Stop. That is so true. Okay, so let's, let's read the card that's in front. And then let's move on to, to your reading. This reading, I have no idea like what it's this card clarification that, is about to look like. It's like, like in the game scheme. It's cool that you did pull it that way just be, um just to have at least one sort of focused on the seven of um what was it once um because mm-hmm. i thought about i thought about like you know if it came up organically but to pull it up naturally was uh, or like to look for it um that's an interesting way to go i'm glad you did that um yeah this um method i've i stole from somebody on the internet um so I'm sure stolen from the internet. Yeah, I was say this is not like completely like new and organic to me. So um to the right of the seven of wands, I have the queen of wands, meaning a person or an energy that radiates with the mastery of the power of attraction. That's interesting. Two cards on either side about manifesting. Mm-hmm. And also cards. It will be uh... Can you stop? <laughs> can you stop come here yeah thanks for stopping okay i'm gonna start over um <laughs> a person or an energy that radiates with the mastery of the power of attraction the queen of wands is sincere and incredibly strong-willed you are your down-to-earth approach sensual and bold nature means that people are drawn to you like a magnet the message recognize your power you can harness your creative energies and into real results right now this can also represent an aries a leo or a sagittarius the self-care this queen is the most amorous of all of the court cards allow yourself to experience the sensual side of the spiritual connection between the divine and yourself by exploring your sexuality solo Make a thoughtful ritual out of masturbation, seduce yourself and let it be an expression of your power and complete agency in your own life and out in the world. And the affirmation is my confident independent spirit leads me to everything I dream of. So this really seems like a, almost like an underdog kind of story is like coming through in my reading. I'm really curious as to what comes through mm-hmm. yours. Well, uh, so that's so I had three cards jump out at me as per usual, but it's interesting that yours was, what was it again? The Queen of? No, it's the Queen of Wands. Okay, because my last card uh, was the Queen. Oh, so I'm reading from uh, the Antique Anatomy Tarot um, that 
Yvonne and I got each other. Um, my last card was the Queen of Coins, which is the Queen of Pentacles, but in reverse. So we end on two queens in, a, in both suits. So that's super interesting. That's really interesting. Just wands and just pentacles. Well, see, here's the other thing, too. My second card are rods, which equate to the wands. <laughs> I love my tarot. first my first is um elixirs um which okay. uh, yeah cups. which that right that's translates to cups so that's you know it's that one didn't come through in yours but we okay so <laughs> um just looking at it um these again these are these all jumped out at me the eight of elixirs upright um, hits with a feeling of melancholy. Something comfortable has come to an end and you need to leave it behind. Coming to terms with that ending makes you feel empty and sad. You know the direction you are now heading is in better for you, but that doesn't make it any less painful. Um, and of course this- Interesting. If we're, th if we're thinking of this as maybe a dream of an, like an omen rather than like something that's happening or something that may potentially come these feelings right. might not happen but maybe a consequence of or maybe attached right. to the situation right. that could happen thinking about jealousy too and if that comes up like the eight of elixirs reminds you that the that there is something you have outgrown so like is it is it this, this social is really, situation? It's coming together. It's coming is together. Is it the friends? It really is now. That's why, that, that's why we have the card clarification. <laughs> right. Um, whether it is a job, a relationship, or a destructive behavior, you know deep down it's time to let it go. The journey you are about to embark on is, a, is greater than you realize. Do you remember um, when we were in the dream dictionaries, there was like that, there was that moment where it was like, you have to make a decision, like making no decision is the worst thing you can do in a situation. That is like reverberating through what you just through read. the right the eight of elixirs and and again even just thinking about the setting of the mall um yeah. where like you have all these possibilities around you you have doors and shops and places to go um let's make that decision mm -hmm. so that second card that came through was the two of rods which again is the two of wands upright um the two of rods indicates a period of balance between action and idleness so maybe that decision is coming or, you know, in making that decision, it's just, again, it's time to make that decision to a once. Yeah. Yeah. You feel, you feel restless and want to get moving on new ventures, but you know that waiting until you have a concrete plan in place will be for the best in the long term. This card wants you to follow your instincts in order to turn your dreams into a reality, but also to approach things from a new angle and explore varying viewpoints. You will know when the time is right to strike. Ooh, this card can also indicate a partnership or the act of bouncing ideas off of another person. Who would you pick? Who would you not pick? Who's jealous of you? Who are you jealous of? Um, <laughs> so last, um, it's that queen of coins. Um, and I'm going to read this one actually from the only tarot book you'll ever need just because they give reversed readings, whereas yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the help guide or the guidebook um, to the antique anatomy does not. So, right. Um, the queen of pentacles in reversed uh, may represent someone who will tr try to block off your efforts. She could be merely indifferent, Ooh, right? I mean, buddy. here we go. She could be merely indifferent or actively hostile. If she is a relative or an older friend, mentor or boss, she might be a superficial person who only pretends to want to help you. Or the price of her help might be too high. She wants to control everything. 
She may lack confidence and try to compensate for her own shortcomings by a display of her wealth, or she may be hiding a lack of money. If this card does not represent a person, it describes a situation where you should be cautious about whom you trust. Oh, I am blown away. Okay, so Queen of Pentacles, what did I just say? Pentacles um, represents, not air signs. What is going on with my mouth? Earth signs. Um, So Virgo, um, Capricorn, and Taurus. So that is really interesting. I feel like Julia... If you are thinking of somebody right now, this is your confirmation that that's exactly (laughs) who it is. And you need to figure out if um, your idea of them is as important as their idea of you um, in Mm -hmm. your grand scheme of like well-being. Because ultimately what we talked about last week, um, you have to like prioritize like your well-being. It like does you no good to placate yourself because you're afraid of what might happen you what you should be afraid of is living an unsatisfactory life for yourself not how other people are going to like use abuse and oppress you dreams are beautiful because they send you that warning um yeah and also just give you that confirmation that like yeah you know this you you aren't your thoughts aren't super wild, uh, you know, like the, your dreams are there to reassure you. So anything that you might have been suspecting or picking up on in your waking life um, definitely comes through in the dreams. So yeah. Well, I feel like the cloud clarification there was really, I think my favorite part because we actually got sort of answers that the middle here, that middle, I hope it was helpful in sort of deciphering what things stood for but i really do think like that surrounding jealousy um especially in that social social setting uh we've got to be wary of this week right right i think that like this is a moment in which you need to understand there's a difference between like people pleasing and then like kind of just like lying to yourself about the truth of your situation um and i think you need to be able to decipher the difference and how it relates to you. This and that is that is for Julia and that's for that is sage advice for everybody. Right. This episode was hard. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you can like tell if you can like hear it in our voices, but we like there were like some moments in here where we were just like making eye contact and like what the fuck is about to happen? <laughs> like I'm grateful that we got through it. Um, And while I love being stumped, the ones that stump us are always the ones that I don't think are going to stump us. The ones that are like super easy are the ones where I'm like, what the fuck is about to happen? Like that. I I think that is, I love it. I was going to say that is both the most fun and the most frustrating part of the pod is that like you can't really at well for on our end we we think we can predict what's going to happen or like we think we can predict the easy not even easy yeah the easiness of the interpretation (laughs) but then it doesn't yeah just it never works out that way yeah i think that it's really just like a testament to like dreams and dreaming it's there's always more than meets the eye Ooh, and not just in a so transformers way right yeah so much okay more. um 
you want to go ahead and do the thing. Yeah, everybody. Uh, rate, review, subscribe. Um, I wish you could see us right now because Ray's come to say hello. Um, don't she's Ray's telling everybody to rate, review, and subscribe. Um, and uh, yeah, submit your dreams at yeah. submit at wildestdreamspodcast.com right yeah. that's the other thing <laughs> yes all right everybody thanks and good night mm -hmm.